And we're live from we're Meg's bedroom. It's pretty good. <laughs> so stupid yeah. no i loved that what's up that was awesome hey cutie thanks let's get some rumors started let's today. get some rumors started i want to get some rumors started now the first um clip of our podcast that ever went viral the one where i'm talking about salads and then you end it and you're like huh. you're beautiful and gorgeous and yeah. everything that you right. say is perfect right you mean our shining moment our shining you moment. mean you mean our peak yeah Something that we've, the magic that we've been trying to capture ever since. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know that thing I'm always chasing? I love, I love that it happened so early on that you and I were like, this is going to be easy. <laughs> we were like, oh my God. Yeah. We were like, okay, simple. we're perfect at this. Um, well, we couldn't be better. Yeah. But there were comments. There's so many comments in that clip where it's like, it's like two girl best friends or lesbians. I know. And I'm like. Listen, I you know I have to be on that like dating show or whatever today and like yeah. I was getting dressed up and I'm just like what guy thinks I'm straight? Like I don't know. And I don't know what girl thinks I'm gay. Like I don't think anyone really knows. See, this is the plight of being like short hair collar girl. <laughs> this is the plight of being like bisexual. Right. <laughs> I don't even yeah. These days I'm like what am I? I'll say that for myself. This is my plight of being bisexual. <laughs> I guess I'm like, I don't know how people perceive me because I don't even know how I perceive me. Right. Right. I but guess, I was like, no, I, I should be showing a little more skin potentially. A lot of, a lot of the time I think about, um, you know how comedians will often do a thing where they're like, they'll describe themselves and they'll uh -huh. describe like how they look. Yes. I have often right. thought about how I've, I would never be able to do that. I know. Because I have no perception of what I look like. Right. I know like, exactly what you mean. Like I get the gist. No, I get exactly I what you the mean. gist. But I don't understand what people see when they look at me. I don't get it. A gorgeous, beautiful girl. Thank you. That's what I, I see. I see the same. Usually beautiful sweaters. Oh, my Fabulous God. hair. Oh glowing God. skin. Well, all the same. And then I listen to the things coming out of your mouth. And I'm like, oh, and she's smart. I'm like, God, that is so good. Yeah. I don't Rock even need to be it. smart. I should try being dumber. Be dumb. That's what I'm always uh, telling people. Uh, be a little more dumb. Be stupid. That's something you're going to love about improv class is, uh, is they're, they're always going to, they always are like, so dumb, so stupid. I love it. Yes. Very dumb, very stupid. I love it. I love, I love being dumb, stupid. I love being dumb, stupid Me as well. Too. It's Silly, goofy, stupid. Just the more best. More adults need to do it. Yes, I agree. <sighs> Listen, Meg. Are we ready? <laughs> Let's get ready. Let's get into it because this episode is kind of, um, it's juicy. <gasps> yeah, it's juicy. It's emotional. It's vulnerable. It's kind of very, all my favorite things. Very vulnerable. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. We're talking about sex. We're baby. talking about sex. Yeah, we're talking about virginity. Let's talk about sex. Nice man. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Should we talk about pitch perfect instead? Dude. <laughs> and that's exactly what I was thinking. And, and you were pivoting. Mind. And you read my mind. And we're pivoting. <laughs> From sex to sex. pitch perfect. Sex. 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 Let's talk about sex. it. Well, sex. here's why we're talking about it. Yeah. Because thanks for getting us <laughs> on the track, by the way. <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> because right. the rest of this, and the next hour and a half could just be us saying the word sex and then never <laughs> and having a blast and, and having, having a so blast. much fun. <laughs> um, but here's why we're talking about it is because uh, we took to our Instagram. Yes. Follow us if you don't. Phone a friend. Pod. We'd love to see you there on IG. Also, we should mention mm. that we're on YouTube now. <gasps> Yes, we're on YouTube now. We are with, a, f- with a banner. With a banner, <laughs> it's not a it's not a cutoff photo of my head going like this of anymore. Meg. I was making our YouTube account, and I was like, dee, 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 "What photos do I have of Meg?" And what like Me what and my could you book have done? tripod? <laughs> I was just like, I like to sort of show behind the curtain, right? What's what, happening in our process? What more could you have done? But listen, we heard we heard your clamors. We heard your requests. And so we are on YouTube now, phone a friend pod, and you can subscribe to our YouTube and also follow us on Instagram, which is something that I think in the first season we never say. Oh, also, right. S- sorry. And yeah. now I'm just thinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, I love like, like, good. We don't say anything in no. the first season. Like in the first season, we're just chatting. We're just chatting. There's no uh, formality. There's zero. <laughs> zero. Which is why I'm saying this now. Yeah. Um, Hey, if you guys want to rate us five stars on Spotify, because you like it. Go ahead. Please do. I wouldn't mind. Wouldn't mind. Would actually love, because that is also something that we never said season one. Give us and a people rating. did it Give out of the kindness rate. of their own hearts. Yeah. Um, but that would be awesome. You're right. That would be so cool. So anyway, we took to Instagram mm-hmm. and we asked you all, like, what topics would you be curious to hear us talk about right. in season two? And a lot of people... Uh, chimed in about wanting to talk about like virginity right purity culture mm. um sex and like relationships to mm. sex mm. uh hookup culture yeah dating that kind of a thing right they, they just which like truly all of these things could have their own episode like do you know what i mean yes. like hookup culture virginity sex in general and like, i think it is something that we'll we're going to, to explore yes, we're going to continue to explore we're not going to wrap it all up neatly in this like hour-long episode that we have now no um but we can talk about it yeah at and, length and today meg what mm-hmm. are we wanting to really hone in on i think today we want to hone in on specifically like what our individual relationships are with sex like, right what was the culture that right. we grew up in that maybe informed our relationships to right. sex um how maybe that those relationships have evolved right i think we can also discuss i mean i'm less familiar with this but i think it is maybe important to touch on like again the concept of virginity purity culture that kind of a thing well Um, this is coming at such a great time for me because it's actually something i'm obviously thinking so much about right because i'm on my um i'm in my celibacy era (laughs) and yes um i was trying to explain this to a friend of mine yesterday Mm -hmm. so see if you can pick up what i'm putting down okay I like to say I'm boy sober, this term that I've coined, really that my older sister has coined, Mm -hmm. because I don't like to say celibate. Sure. I don't like this idea of sort of like becoming like a virgin again, Mm -hmm. because it it gives me the ick, and I'm like, I really hope men aren't looking at me and like putting me on some sort of weird pedestal because mm-hmm. I'm not having sex. Um, I did start, I'm like technically was sexually active since I was like 13 though. So I'm like, I right. do feel like I blew past the benchmark sure. when it comes to purity in that sure. way. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, I just, 
it it is something I'm like reckoning with right now. Mm. It's just like, you know, I'm like reclaiming my body and like my relationship with sex mm-hmm. right now. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, but I'm just like, yeah, I really hope no men think that I'm any better or any worse. It's just annoying that men always have to have some sort of opinion on a woman's sex life. Sure. You know, have you found that, that, men are commenting on that already with your like uh, someone called me a tease in my instagram comments and i blocked them yeah that was so annoying to me that's very like 14 year old behavior. you know it's and also it's just like yeah it's like i'm uncovering some things about myself and my past like mm-hmm. um i guess we can just sort of get into our like personal journeys with yeah. like yeah. sex and stuff let's do it um when i let's was in do let's do it let's let's drive well <laughs> let me say one thing yeah i was always thrilled to like hold a hand Mm. Um, I was actually called a whore on MSN in fourth grade because I let someone kiss my cheek at a baseball game. And my mom <laughs> had to call their parents and be like, your son <laughs> has called my daughter a whore yeah. on MSN. That's and actually like, a worse thing. I'm like sitting with my friend Anna and I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> so isn't that so weird to have like a brush with something like that at such a young age? Very wild. And then my mom, there was always a rule that I couldn't kiss people until seventh grade. Oh. And so I was like, it was me. And I was like, waiting for it. I yeah. was like, I can't wait to get to seventh grade and kiss someone, <laughs> you know? And then I was dating this guy named Cole Potter and he didn't kiss me at the movie theater. And I was <gasps> pissed about it. Oh, Cole. I was like, I want to kiss. Yeah. We were at the movies. And then we kissed at a football game. Wow. Was that your f- first kiss? Well, my first kiss was technically with a guy named Robert Collier. Shout out to you, Robert. When we were playing Snow White. I don't and know I what was Snow oh, White. Oh, you were playing like and you he, were playing like the story oh, right. of Snow White because like we hung out. Like his mom always drove me home from school, okay. and so like his mom took care of us uh, after school. So we would always play together. Yeah, and uh, I was Snow White, and he kissed my mouth. And little old me thought it would be so funny if I put soap in my mouth after he did it to be like, "Fuck you, you're sick." <laughs> and Robert has continued to talk about that in therapy to this day. <laughs> I know. I know Robert is still unpacking that trauma I was like a soap bar on my tongue like you're gross dude (laughs) I did not touch his tongue yeah yeah of course of course but then when I got to it's so interesting because you know I feel like when people get to like eighth grade Mm -hmm. right Mm. 14 years old is when kids sort of start to veer it's like some people start like making out and going to parties Mm -hmm. and some people just like get maybe like kind of nerdy and just have big friend groups and that wasn't me and I think that was and I want everyone to know I didn't want to say nerdy, but you know I mean nerdy with love. No, like kind of loser. Not loser. <laughs> you know I don't mean loser. No, no, no. I know. But because it's but like, I was. It's not I was nerdy. Co- because it's not cool to like hook up and go to parties either. Like well, that's not fucking cool. It's, it's it's cool in the moment, in the heat of the moment. It's like no matter how you slice it, you are still a child. Right. Even if you're like partying, quote unquote, and you're drinking like a 
lukewarm Smirnoff ice or whatever. Um, it You're was actually Burnett's vodka sorry, in a Sonic cup. Sorry, mag. sorry to Burnett's. <laughs> You're still a kid, right? You know, have right. like it's just it, it's like the right. It's not gonna be the same yeah. as partying as like an adult. Well, something that was like so interesting is mm-hmm. in seventh grade, I had two best friends. Mm. The three of us were thick as thieves. Mm-hmm. I mean, like seventh to eighth grade, we were inseparable. Yeah. But then I started kind of hooking up with this guy I was dating. And another girl in the friend group started hooking up with someone else she was dating, but we weren't telling each other because uh. there was one friend who was like, I think like very Christian. I don't uh, know. What, okay. I don't know what it was, but when, when she found out we were like getting steamy with our boyfriends, uh-huh. we, we had like a massive friend breakup. Really? She didn't like that you were she hooking up with... She did not like that we were hooking up. She's not a lesbian now. She's married to a man, but... Well, because this is an interesting aspect of it. Like, I feel that, and this is me making an overgeneralization. Come oh. on. We love to do it. Generalization coming at you. <laughs> um, but I am thinking about, like, just the the area that you grew up in mm-hmm. and, like, Southern culture. Yeah. In the Bible Belt. In yeah. the Bible Belt. Right. It feels like it's a much more prevalent thing, even if maybe it isn't consciously discussed, right. like, this idea of purity or whatever. But, like, to your point, like, that your friend was so upset that yeah. you were hooking up, like, I just don't think... I think that if I had come across that when I was 14, I would be like, what? Mm. Like when I was 14, I was not sexually active. Right. Deeply unsexually active. Right. And, um, but I, I didn't look at people who were like hooking up or whatever as like, they're bad. Oh yeah. There was a lot of like, I was like, wish someone would kiss me. (laughs) Lucky, lucky you. Do you want to know something also kind of interesting? Yes. There was this boy that had a crush on me from like kindergarten to high school. Mm. I know, poor thing. And every time he'd ever ask me to date him, I'd say, I don't want a boyfriend right now. And then I'd just turn around and date somebody else. <laughs> so you were kind of a player. Oh, I've been a player for a long time, yeah. Mm. Um, kind of accidentally, but yeah, since the since the playground. Sure. Um, but he texted me right before we started high school. And he was like, whatever you do, just don't turn into one of those girls who drinks and sleeps around. Because I was like always perceived to be a very good girl, you know, because I've always been a polite girl, a likable girl, a girl that everybody trusts, like the nice girl, capital N, nice girl, right? you know, and I was like a little bit resentful of him when he said that to me. Yeah, no, I'd be furious. Um, Because like I was 14, but that's like a deeply feeling time. I guess I was 15, like going into high school, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was mad. I was like, I get to like do what I want. And, and also like, so basically something that I think shaped me in not a great way Mm. is I was like, and here's, and here's what we need to talk about really quickly. Yeah. Is the definition of having sex. Uh, Because there are so many Christians and I think people who say like, you're not, sexually active if you're uh just not doing the actual thing right pnb situation pnb situation yeah but in my opinion you are sexually active if you're i don't know i definitely felt like i was because i was doing everything but sure you know what i mean yeah, and yeah. so to me 
that counts. And yes, so I was doing all of that mm-hmm. kind of everything except PNV with my middle school boyfriend who I mm-hmm. loved. Um, and nobody knew about it. Wow. And it was like, I thought I would be shot dead in the street if anyone found out. So you were doing that because like you weren't telling people because you felt you had to keep it a secret. Yeah. I mean, I just wasn't telling people cause I was like, this isn't allowed. This right. is bad. I'm a slunt. Okay. Uh, definitely like a lot of shame, a ton of shame right. and so much secrecy. Yeah. And I, you know, a friend of mine a couple of months ago was like, hope I never know who you're dating. Really? And I was like, Ugh. I think I, yeah. I think I carried that secrecy into my adulthood. Int- where do you, you think know? that comes from? Do you think that's like religion? Do you think that's your family? Yeah, I think it's both. Yeah. Again, I think it's like always having to be the nice girl Mm. like that was just like the number one message for me growing Mm -hmm. up is like be nice smile it off laugh at everyone's jokes make people feel accepted make people feel which in one hand is my greatest strength right and it is something i love about myself right um but as like growing up i did have a moment where i was like so resentful and angry about that because i was doing things that maybe like the nice girl wasn't supposed to be doing Mm. you know Mm. and and now that i'm in my um celibacy era Mm -hmm. i do think i'm like unpacking so much of that yeah and like unpacking the fact that i'm still like very secretive about who i'm sleeping with yeah um and like yeah analyzing that as an adult Mm. are there things that you have found like while you have been exploring this in terms of like well you want to know something a little bit interesting Mm -hmm. is mm, so I was dating that guy that I dated for like a long time mm-hmm. off and on. Mm-hmm. And he found out that while we were broken up, I was dating around and stuff. Yeah. And I was like dating around and sort of getting back together with him. And like, it was all a lot, but I was like being pretty secretive. Mm. Mm-hmm. I really am a fuck boy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not always. I'm trying to stop that. That sounded British. Were you trying to sound British? I don't know what I was trying to do. I Not just got, always. I just got nervous. Trying to stop it. I just got a little uncomfortable. So I, I slipped into this because I was feeling vulnerable. Feeling scared. Methinks I won't be a fuckboy for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> but see, uh-huh. my ex found out. And it was like oh. all my secrets were revealed. And mm. I wasn't I wasn't trying that hard to hide them. I was posting them on the internet. Sure. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was I was like putting it all out there, but that was also for the first time ever I was really like putting it all out there. Mm-hmm. Um and being 100% honest about who I was dating and who I was seeing and what I was doing and how unhinged I am. Yeah. Uh and then my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend who I always wanted to be capital in nice girl for Mm because he's a capital N nice boy Mm -hmm. um he sort of found out and i was like "Uh uh-oh like all my secrets are no longer secrets yeah um and sort of like we had this really long conversation where i was like really apologetic and he was kind of like i know this isn't who you are Mm -hmm. and that has stuck with me because i'm like maybe that is who i I am and like yeah. maybe that's why he and I never really yeah because it's a weird kind of judgment to place on you 
but he was obviously like in a really tough place mm. because we had such like a long and messy sort of relationship. But mm-hmm. all that to say, like I sort of finally realized like I had so much relief with mm. like him finding out. Yeah. And me being like, okay, like I, this was like maybe sort of the last person I was like hiding things from. Yeah. Um, and he found out and we're no longer together and right. I'm not with anyone Yeah, because actually I broke up with him like two years ago to do this, mm-hmm. to soul search right? and to, and, and, you know, I've just been in situationship after situationship. Like I never did the thing I told him I was going to do. Right. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. uh, and I'm actually doing it now cause I was actually finally honest. But the thing is, it's like. I think sex is at the core of sort of all of this because like for me, it's like, you know, uh, yeah, it sort of just like complicates my life a little. Mm. How Um, so do you think? Well, again, it's just like, okay, so when I had real sex, PNV sex, Mm -hmm. uh, it was, I was 16 and I was in high school and it was with this guy that I did not like that much sure um i dated him for a really long time though and you know the reason why i lost my virgin <laughs> and that's also kind of um <laughs> and now that, that we're really <laughs> it's just really funny that... how you say said those two things like so matter of fact <laughs> and like they they are so they juxtapose each other so hard i did not like him we did date for three years. <laughs> no, fully. <laughs> fully. But you know what? My finally, so I was a senior in high school. Yeah. And I had been dating this guy since I was a sophomore, long distance. He was in college. My God. <laughs> My God. That's nuts. We were having phone sex when I was in high school. Okay, I digital was age. A college guy. Like, yeah. It was all too much for me. I, yeah. I am a little bit resentful that someone didn't put up more barriers for me when it mm. comes to like men and romance and sex and blah, blah, blah. I see. But so anyways, I had sex with this guy. I felt like, okay, I have to stay with him forever and always now. Right. You know? Okay. So um, there was a, there was a kind of a, an immediate like he, emotional. Uh, uh-huh. and it, if, is it emotional or is it just like a cultural learned thing? You know? Yeah. It's like maybe I psychological. Had, right. And it's like, yeah. for it's right. And it's Mental. like. And so I remember though, finally there was this like, there's this woman in my hometown who is like sort of always in the drama. She just like, oh because she like, but she, but I like love her and she's yeah. funny. Okay. And, she, and so she pulls me in one day and she's like, you know, you don't have to stay with him just cause you slept with him. And I was like, Ugh. it gives me chill okay. bumps now. She freed you. She really did. She I was Aladdin like, genie or freed you. Yeah, totally. I was like, holy shit yeah <laughs> you're right yeah you know like i was like i thought i was gonna marry that guy yeah and then she said that and i was like oh wow like you don't have to just hitch your wagon to ha- whoever you like sleep with yeah um and i do think that that is um an experience that a lot of young people have in definitely. their first relationships right like high school middle school relationships right um and not speaking from personal experience, because once again, I can't reiterate how strongly enough I was not fucking in high school. <laughs> I cannot hammer that home hard enough. And um, I was too much. Yeah. <laughs> too much. The we're, spectrum. We're kind, we're of, kind of balancing of, each yeah, other out <laughs> right now. I'm a massive slut. <laughs> no, no, you're not. You quite literally aren't. 
That's I'm the whole not. point of this episode. I'm not. I am, but I'm not. I She's am. She's the slut. But- I'm the prude, and that's what makes this work. <laughs> <laughs> not in a shameful way. Yeah. Uh, I am unpacking the shame of it still to this day, though. Well, and I think that that's, again, that's incredibly fair, and I think that that is what a lot of young adults do mm-hmm. at some point. Because, mm-hmm. again, for people who specifically were in these types of relationships or started being sexually active at a young age, I have heard a lot of stories like this where they maybe were not treated the way that they wanted to be treated. They didn't really know how to ask for the things that they want. They were kind of, you know, fumbling in the dark, so to speak. And a lot of times there were these other emotions attached to it of like shame or guilt or what have you. And that is a really difficult thing to unpack. I've been thinking a lot about, again, I've been thinking a lot about this because I've been writing a lot about this. Um, But like the first time I ever journaled really Mm. was a prayer journal in youth group in a Wednesday night church group. And they were like, just tell God what you're sorry for. And I was like, I had just started hooking up with my boyfriend. And I was like, I'm so sorry about and God was like, I don't give a fuck, dude. Right? I just remember being like, I, I just remember being like, if anyone reads this, I'm dead. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. But so it was just like, for the longest, I just was like, I felt so ashamed for yeah. it. Did you ever have shame attached to sex for you? So there was a lot of shame. Um,. Not about sex per se, but like attached to my physicality. Right. And that played a major role. That was like why I didn't have sex for so long. Right. Um, Because, you know, I got to college. People weren't exactly like lining up at my door in high school to have sex with me. Right. But, you know, you get to college, you move, you start seeing different people than the same 200 people that you see every day. And and you're all getting drunk all the time. And you're getting drunk all the time. (laughs) And like people want to have sex with you. you Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. But... Uh, because there was so much shame tied around my body. Right. Um, I've talked, and I've talked about this, like I didn't believe them that they were attracted to me. And I also was like, no, I was like, sorry, you, you want to see me nude? Yeah. You're like, no, thanks. I can barely look at myself in the mirror. Like, Uh, you know, so there was a lot of shame tied around that. There was not really growing up, um, shame tied around sex Mm -hmm. per se for me did you have a talk did your parents give you a good talk Um, i feel like your mom is good at that stuff librarian miss librarian if they did i don't really remember yeah 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 Yeah. um so i will tell a story that i don't know if this is gonna go in the podcast because i don't want to blow up my parents spot like this spicy salty andrew look out (laughs) look out andrew (laughs) our beautiful editor um (laughs) when i was this is probably like as close to the talk as i got Mm because i was also the youngest Mm -hmm. so and my sister was she she was sexually active in high school she had a you know long-term boyfriend at the time and so was my brother right um and you know and then four years and then it was me so I did not really have the talk. When I was in sixth grade, I found one, let's, let's just say an adult video. Of who? In my, in my parents' room. Okay. Just of, just of people. Good for them. Not them. 
Not them. Honestly, I wish it had been them. Just- not for you, but for them. Not for you, but for them. <laughs> sure. Good for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, Good for them. Oh, in love. I think about people who are married still having sex, and I'm like, that's so cute. It's cute. Like, my parents wanted to murder each other. Yeah, it's nice. Anyway, so you found a sex so tape. I found- <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was not that. It was like, it was a porn video. Of course. Yes. I know. Okay. Well, you <laughs> I just don't want to put into the world that. Your parents are good people. I'm proud of your parents for that. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. Good for, for real. Them. But they should have been hiding it better. 100%. 100%. <laughs> but I Pick had, a better hiding spot. I had a best friend and her parents had a bunch of like sex videos and toys and she knew where they were and we like went to go look at them in middle school. So this, we were I, like, this I feel that this is I perhaps feel like this is happening experience. to kids across America. <laughs> and I found it at like 12. And right. I picked it up and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And the first thought that came to my mind was infidelity. <laughs> this Wait. is this is this is cheating. No. So what did you do? So I called up my mom. <laughs> oh, you did it. And I said, "Mom, you're going to want to see this. <laughs> you're going to want to take a look at this." Meg. And Oh my God, bless my mom for not outright cackling in my face. So what did she say? What happened? She was like, she was like, thank you for telling me. (laughs) She was like, why don't you come? Why don't you come downstairs? And we can talk about it, all three of us. Uh-huh. Okay, good mom. My parents, my parents very sweetly, again, like, I don't know. At the time, I was like, this is mortifying. This Uh is even, this is, in my head, I was like, this is worse than infidelity. Uh I was like, because now I'm hearing about the fact that my parents are having sex. (laughs) And you're like, and And I was like, I wish it was cheating. I wish it was cheating. (laughs) Go back to cheating. Don't tell tell me stuff. Stop telling me. Because basically, my mom had to like explain to 12 year old me that like people watch porn. Yeah. And that also like, couples watch porn right 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 and then i was like no i was like that's enough <laughs> right i was like thank you you've cleared it up for me and that's enough hey and you guys are in love that's great wow. and goodbye so interesting so that was probably like the closest the talk yeah that i ever got that's hysterical man. um <laughs> that is so funny so i don't know if they remember that but i think about that sometimes and i'm like god that was so funny yeah that's amazing that is hilarious imagine a 12 year old kid being like no dude daddy's <laughs> a cheater <laughs> The point is, is that, <laughs> again, sex for me right. was very much so um, nothing. Like, I didn't have sex until after college. Right. And I never once, like, personally felt shame. Right. However, when people learned right. that I didn't, I hadn't had sex yet, I felt that there was some sort of external shame being placed on me. Got it. And I was really confused by that. Yeah. Because I was like, it's yeah. not your problem. Right. You're fucking. Right. So what's. So when basically like when a guy, was it a guy who maybe said something to you? It would be like a myriad what? of people. I, I had, it was kind of a strange spectrum of like some men were like, oh my God, like you're a virgin. Ah, uh, right. It's like a weird fetish for yeah. them and i was like okay that's a little weird totally super weird reaction totally or it would be like oh my god you're a virgin ah uh, you know what i mean yeah like scared scared like, so it was like you. it was like or <laughs> or it would be like it would be like why dude i don't get <laughs> i don't get the scared thing 
me either. But there are so many guys who be like, I could never do that. Sure. What are you talking about? You're not ha- you're not gonna be the father of their child. Well, like- and I think I think that this speaks to like the larger kind of question that people had for us when they messaged us on Instagram, which is like this whole idea of virginity, uh-huh. quote unquote. My stance is that it's fucking stupid and it doesn't matter and it's not real. Mm. Because as we were saying earlier, like the definition of sex mm. changes from person to person. Right. The minute that we start involving queer people in right. a discussion about sex, which we should. Right. It's a much more uh, gray area right. than just like penis vagina. Yeah. It's like, I just definitely think it's all too simplified and it's all too black and white. Completely. I learned some crazy new information this week though. Hmm. I was watching um, an episode of explained on Netflix. They, you okay. know, like today explained is a podcast. It's like a Vox thing. Mm-hmm. And there's a mini series on like love and they have one on attraction. Hmm. And they were saying that like Americans and like American women love to watch porn where the woman is like, sorry, this is like a trigger warning um, where women are being raped uh, because and listen to the crazy reason why is because for so long women could not come out and be like, I want to have sex. So they would like hope uh, and fantasize about someone just doing it to them. Because then they would never be blamed for it. And that has been blowing my mind. Because I'm like, what? We as women like truly felt so much shame Mm -hmm. for choosing sex or wanting to have sex that we like prayed that someone kicked our door in and made it not our choice. That is so heartbreaking to me. It is. Uh, And then there were, so there were, and so, and then I feel like a lot of men would be like, well, that's just uh, like human nature. But they did a study on like uh, Swedish women Mm. and the kind of porn they watch and nobody's looking for rape videos. That's all I gotta say. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. There is such a, it's such a like, Americanized yeah, thing right. like Western and so Christian thing, and so Christian yeah. and like so puritanical. Religious. Yeah. And the truth of it is that it is all a tool right. to oppress people. Right. Mainly women, non men, femme people. Right. And so the more that we dive into, you know, the, What's your body count? You know, are you a virgin? Oh, blah blah blah. The oh, more, dude. the more it's just an again. The more it's just another way for people to for for the patriarchy to oppress um, women and and femme people. And that is why, to me, it's like it's not even a topic of conversation. It's like it is objectively wrong. You know what? I was watching. I was doing research mm-hmm. on YouTube podcasts. Yeah, because we're trying to do that. We're hey. We're on YouTube. <laughs> so I was looking and I was like, who's doing it and what are they talking about? And I yeah. came across this one like very popular podcast mm. and it's two girlies talking. And one of them is like, what's your body count? And I'm so fucking annoyed every single time I hear that stupid fucking question. And then this girl. So dehumanizing. This girl who like her shtick is like not really my shtick, but she was like two people <laughs> and I yeah. feel like the girl asking the question like wanted her to be like ah 
like haven't you slept with so many people and she's like hasn't and so now i'm just like why are we attributing any value to any of it though it doesn't why are we asking this question it quite literally doesn't matter i will listen um yeah i'll never try to tally up my body count i'm like we don't need to go there i like (laughs) i yeah like i don't i have a general number in my head right couldn't truly don't care enough to be like and on this day i slept with this person and on this you know and i i just i really don't um i hated that i hated that question as a conversation starter because it always outs people in a weird way and mm. it's like there's never a good place to be it's just sort of like in the breakfast club when she's like you're either a slut or you're pretty right, yes. right it's like yes. you're either not having enough sex or you're having way too much sex yes and it's just like it's actually irrelevant well, <laughs> you that know was, i mean that like, was this just like unlocked a memory oh, in my thank brain god i love it when we unlock things <laughs> in our brains <laughs> memory <laughs> unlocked Ooh, give it to me open it up <laughs> um but so when I was in college and I started becoming just like more confident in myself, people became more and more confused as to why I wasn't having sex with people because I was like more confident because I presented as someone who was like very sure of herself, even uh-huh. though I was still like 2021 20, and was like, what is going on? Right, right, right. I presented as like a, I have a ha- good hat on my shoulders type thing. And I'm sure you did. And yeah, I was again, you know, 2021. I mean. Yeah. Right. It's like, whatever. I was right. doing my best. Right. And, so that was when people started getting like more and more confused, mm. you know, mm. like if I said in high school, I wasn't having sex. People would be like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Fuck you. You're in choir. <laughs> You're in an acapella group. Yeah, but you don't think- understand that you need to fill in your eyebrows. Queen, you haven't been on Accutane yet. Okay. And you're still dressing in pastels because that's what you believe you should wear because little, this town is preppy. Little polo, little, a little, little golf, top. little golf polo. Dear God. <laughs> So, like, people were like, yeah. But then when I got to college, people were like, what? Why? Right. And I remember playing... um, Oh, God, what? Hot Seat or something. We were playing, like, King's Cup, and I was in the hot seat. Yeah. And uh, it was, like, it was a roommate's friend who came into town, and she looked at me and she was like what's your body count fuck you that sucks that was her question i was like (laughs) and i had this moment where i was like do i lie right i was like right who cares yeah and i was like zero yeah and she got so like embarrassed that she had asked me yeah like she had revealed some sort of and i'm i was kind of like yeah yeah. What you asked was super weird. So weird. It was really strange because what's your body count is one of the stupidest questions a person could ever ask you. Agree. I, and I again, it's like... It, it's the dumbest question to it's me. It's one of those things that it's like, I thank God for women like Drew Afualo yeah. every single day who like goes on TikTok and is like, fuck you. She's and so fuck brilliant. You. She's amazing. And I absolutely love her. She's so good. But yeah. it's, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, when I see those videos, I'm like, those people aren't real to me. Right. And I know that like, that might be naive. Wait, when you see those videos, meaning... Sorry. When I see the videos of men speaking like that. Right. Men I'm just like, like tearing women down. Yes. Be, right. I'm like, you are not even... Uh, you're not even worth like my acknowledgement. You are right. a flea because right. you have such a misunderstanding of what it is to be like a human person in this world yeah, no. and how 
sad for totally, you dude. that you are going to move through this world being such a bitter angry right. person for like no reason that's why like when i first of all absolutely yes you're so right like have sex or don't it right. literally I'm doesn't matter totally agree it's fine okay well i mean it is a little bit more complicated that no that. it's that simple <laughs> i'm like and we are going to talk more about that no we'll talk about the complexities uh, of it we will, we will talk about the complexities we'll get into the complexities <laughs> but <laughs> but have sex or don't <laughs> it's not that fucking hard dude it's not that fucking hard whatever that's so funny whatever dude but that's why i was so mad when i saw two very famous girlies mm. being like <laughs> and i was like god people eat this shit up but i hate this no it's awful hurl. well it is incredibly- they were sitting next to a pool on some blow up things and they were like <laughs> It was just so dumb. It's incredibly juvenile. Right. Is what it is. I it know. is an incredibly juvenile yeah. um, perspective and mentality to have. And the truth is, is that your, again, and, and we have talked about this, that your relationship with sex is wholly your own. Yeah. It is not anyone else's. Right. It's like, and however you choose to navigate it and how, like whatever you want to do. Yeah is whatever you want to do. Right. You know, within reason, obviously, with a consenting partner. Right. But I think about, you know, your experiences with being sexually active and then a decade later, <laughs> I was I was being sexually active. So I know. So, like and my first experience like having sex for the first time was awesome. Yeah. I was like, that fucking rocked. Right. It was sick. Right. I was like, that was dope. Love that. That's crazy. It was, it was fantastic. And I think that people feel a lot of pressure Mm. to be done with it, Mm. to just say that they've had sex so that they don't feel that like external shame, Mm. pressure, Mm. whatever. Mm -hmm. And certainly there were moments when I was like in my twenties where I was like, oh my God, if I could just kind of get this over with, that would be great. Mm -hmm. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't regret Mm -hmm. just like waiting until fully I was like ready and feeling good. I have so much regret about having sex early. Mm. Um, And it is so interesting because like, I hate giving credence to the thing that has also been used against me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I hate being like, I am enjoying whatever abstinence, whatever. Yeah. um, Because it gives credence to, uh, to like the tools people use to like shame women and keep women in boxes and keep women controlled. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I guess, you know, you know, I am kind of getting back into Christianity. Yeah. Because there are some things I like about it. And if you can take away the like shame aspect and the control aspect mm-hmm. and the sin aspect and just look at language about like, I don't know, like protecting your body mm-hmm. and protecting yourself. And like, I'm so jealous of you because you've had like an almost fully formed brain. Yeah. And my brain was so small. You were a kid. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, because like. Something that I think is interesting mm-hmm. is um, the other day when I told you about a little sexting thing. I oh, had, yeah, yeah. And I was so embarrassed to tell you. And I was like, yeah. And you were like, it's, yeah. And I was like. I thought there was more. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what's the embarrassing part? I was, ne- I was not going to tell anyone. I was like, I'm going to take this to my grave. And I, 
I didn't. And that, my reaction was truly, it was not to um, undervalue the right. or undercut the emotions that you were feeling in that moment. Right. I genuinely did not realize that yeah, you, you were feeling that no, way. I know. Where I was like, okay. Yeah, I know. You were like, what do you want from me? <laughs> And you never do that. You, you can always read my mind. But I was like, oh. And then I was like, I texted my ex and you were like, oh, fuck yeah. you for that. And I was like, yes. now you're mad? Yeah. I was like, okay, well, that was dumb. See, so just like in my brain, it's like the wrong things are attached to shame for me or something. Mm. Do you know what well, I mean? It's, again, it's like, the, it's not necessarily like the wrong things or anything like that. But it's like, it makes sense given. And I think that this is the way. A lot of people have grown up. It makes sense given your experiences, your culture, right. your environment, and the um, ideas you had about yourself. Right. And how that is starting to untangle and how you were actively right. untangling those things now in your adulthood. You know, so it, ma- it makes sense Ugh. that you had this, this moment of like, oh my God, I sexted someone and that's so shameful. And I was like, I do that all the time. A lot. Right, 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 right. right. Like, it's fine. You know, yeah. so it's and that's again, because I I really do not um, I do not regret waiting. Right. Um, and I don't mean that in like a you have a precious flower. And, no. And wait for the person that you're in love with. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to the people listening right now. I'm pretty sure I know what the guy's name was. <laughs> But I oscillate between two. Derek and Will. Jacob and Jason. <laughs> Couldn't. And like sometimes I think it was Jacob. Right. And some t- very nice guy. Yeah. So like it doesn't have. But but the thing right. is, is that for me, mm. for me, mm. it was a good experience. And it was something that I wanted to wait for to feel I got to a point where it was like, I knew that I wanted my sexual experiences to feel good Yeah, because I had spent so much time like not feeling good and being so worried, literally being so worried about like what someone was going to think about my body, what someone was going to like, I don't know, do or say like I I was, I had all of these terrible, horrible thoughts in my head of people being so mean to me. Right. And I got to a point where I was like, Jeez. Well, I don't want it to be like that. Right. So how can I get to that mentality where I believe in myself that it will not be that way? Mm. And it wasn't. And Putting it was in great. The work. Yes. There you was put a, in the work. There was a lot of mental, emotional. Gymnastics. Gymnastics. Un, again, untangling. Yeah. I love that you say untangle. That's yeah. like really the truth of it. Yeah. yeah. And here's what I'm thinking. It's like. Because, right, it's like if I were to give advice to my high school self, Mm. I sort of would say probably wait. But Mm. I so resonate with you when you're like, it's not a precious flower. Right. It's not precious. No. But... It, it, I do think sex complicates things. And the reason why sex complicates things is because there's so much cultural meaning attached to it. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's like, you can't help but like engage with like one, I guess the hormones in your brain. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Two, just like what maybe someone else's expectation will be of you, yeah. what someone's opinion is of you. And if like, if you're 16, you don't really have the strength and maybe this, the, thickened skin to be able to like just ignore right you know what i'm saying right which is not an indictment on 16 year old no 16 year olds it is purely like 
there's just more experiences to be had. It almost feels like uh, I wish I had been like free of that burden mm. when I was in high school. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Uh oh, and I'm getting a little emotional. Oh. I'm like, <laughs> I'm right here. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like it did and does feel like a burden. Mm. Now, I won't say I'm like not thankful for my experiences because they mm. brought me here where I am now. And yeah. I, I do think I have like an understanding of certain aspects you know Mm -hmm. you know um because of it but I sort of look around now like I've been noticing this a lot about myself like Mm -hmm. back in college if I was on a dance floor I Mm. was getting drunk and making out sure you know I was like I don't want to do anything else part of the fun of being on a dance floor and i'm waking up in someone else's bed sure okay (laughs) (laughs) okay you lost me a little bit at the end there (laughs) i was with (laughs) you and i will say i don't really think that was ever by choice sure i just sort of ended up there yeah (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. but it's like now i'm on a dance floor and i look around and i'm just like i have so no interest in that like whatsoever sure i'm like if a guy gets too close to me on a dance floor i'm like i say no thank you right very I say, no, thank no. you. I literally, I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. That's not actually why I'm here. Right. A guy tried to get behind me on the dance floor the other day. Oh, yeah. And I was like, look into my eyes. Right. I'm a woman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> look into my eyes. I am a woman. <laughs> the way that I want to say that to every <laughs> man. <laughs> but, you know, so yeah. it's like. I am sort of freeing myself of yeah. that burden right now. So this like going back to what I was sort of talking about in the beginning, which is like I'm, you know, doing this thing and I hate the fact that like some men might look at me differently because of it. Mm. Cuz ultimately it's just like it's about yeah, like reclaiming it. Yeah. Not and not feeling like it's a burden and right. not feeling like it's shameful right. or it's powerful. Right. Like it's I'm really just trying to like look at it as a normal thing. Yeah. And I think you know? that that's a really wonderful um way to look at it again to to be able to uh reclaim your sexuality as like something that is wholly your own. Mm. And like that relationship is w- like whatever you want it to be. Mm. Like, yeah, that is yeah. completely okay. Right. I also think too, and this is something that pisses me the fuck off, uh-huh. especially in the way that it is depicted in television and film. Okay. Especially the way that people portray teenage relationships mm. in television and film mm-hmm. is like, we're kissing, we're making out. And then it's like, and now it's time to have full sex. <laughs> And it's like, hold on. Um, there, there are, are things in between. You know about the bases, that right? You can First base, second do. base. Right. <laughs> you you can do the other right. things. And so like that's right. that's the thing too, is like Dude, you're so right about that. Right. It's yeah. like before before I had sex for the first time, I was like, all right, well, I can't just like jump into that mm. willy-nilly, mm. going in blind. So I yeah. I would have, you know, sexual encounters with people. Right. That was not like penetrative sex or whatever right but it was sexual definitely and that kind of like was like warmed me up yeah you know i was like getting warmed up to like get into the ring you know right so it's like (laughs) it's like there might be things that you are comfortable doing that are sexual that is not penetrative sex Mm. and also like 
if you're queer, there are things that you might be comfortable doing that are not penetrative sex. And I think that that is like worth giving yourself the time to explore. Yeah. Especially if you are young. Yeah. Because it doesn't have to be this like super quick thing. Yeah. Like you will have sex. I promise. If you want to, you will at some point. (laughs) It'll happen. Unless you're a weird boy. Unless you're super weird and fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) And that's actually, that's actually the slogan of big sex. You will have it unless you're weird and fucked up. So don't be (laughs) Meg. That's so funny. Um, I will. Here's, here's what I, here's how I think we should close. What do you hope your relationship to sex becomes? Gosh. Ugh. (laughs) Okay. Or let's just cut it. (laughs) Let's just wrap it up. No, but I am like, that's a, such a good question. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, like, oh God, I have so much shame around sex. It's insane. Mm. Like, it's insane. Like, but I, ugh. And I don't think you're alone in that at all. Right. You know? So, uh, I guess, I guess I've had so much sex. And this is not um, a diss to the guys that I have been with before, but I've Mm -hmm. had so much, so much sex that I think I know I didn't choose Ah. And I'm not saying that in a way of like someone took advantage of me. I just think that I am very bad at like not just doing things to make people feel comfortable. Yeah. And so like um, what I really where I want to be sort of at the end of this year or whatever, Mm -hmm. or when I decide to start sleeping around again, I guess Mm -hmm. um, is I really just want to be actively choosing it every time. Yeah. And not just doing it because I feel guilty. Yeah. I don't want to disappoint. I don't want to deal with saying no. Yeah. Do you know what I was thinking about the other day? I was thinking about like how many women do you think have been having sex with the thought of just like, I cannot wait for this to be over. (laughs) Yeah, sadly. Probably 100% of women. Sadly a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And so just like not really having sex like that anymore. Or I'm just like, I'm really only doing this because I feel bad you, for you. Yeah. Or like don't want to say no, don't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that, again, a lot of women and a lot of people in general have had experiences like that yeah where they don't feel so active about choosing Uh to be with someone sexually and it is again it can be this kind of weird gray area right that doesn't feel great yeah um and i think that it is a beautiful goal to want to get to a place where you're like, actually I want to feel that in my body, if I'm choosing to have sex with someone, then it's like a really active, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to do that. Right. You know, because I think, and not used as some sort of like manipulation tool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Cause I also think I know that it like, I can also wield it. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Bizarrely complicated. Like, power thing yeah da, da, da. i just want to make it normal yeah <laughs> you know and that is here's here's my here's my big plug <laughs> let's for, put this on a t-shirt let's here's my big plug for uh waiting to have sex oh, until oh, oh. you're older what 
Um, it's like super normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like it's yeah, super yeah, yeah. chill. Yeah, I yeah. have had very few experiences right. where I've been like, didn't love that. I've had like right. one experience where I've been like, oh, didn't love that. Yeah, but it still wasn't like bad. You know, I, I like, I think that again, like giving yourself the time to fucking like take a minute and yeah. and think about how you, how it yeah. is that you're feeling, right, is so critical especially when it comes to sex also like i remember i was talking to a f- I'm, i know we're jumping all over again mm-hmm. but i have a friend I, know I have to talk about my goal <laughs> right okay, yeah, yeah my last thing yeah my friend who also like has a similar timeline to me yeah we were talking about how like when we were earlier on in high school like right. freshman in high school like um, we both dated people who like knew we had done something with someone else. Uh, and so immediately it was just like, you don't have a choice. R- oh. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you have to do it. You did it with someone else. Duh. You know what I mean? And so oh, like, that sent a shiver down my I spine. No, I have so much unpacking to do. It's insane. Ooh, Ooh. I don't like that. At I've all. been sharing a lot. <laughs> And this is kind of an episode where we share. <laughs> Anyways, Meg. Yes. Um, what's your goal? Because you took a big sex break. <laughs> I did. Huh. An S break. Kind of an a yeah, kind break. of a sex break <laughs> for Maggie. Sex break could also be like a spring break. Sex break just is like a two week. Sex break is like also kind of a cool band name, I feel sex like. Break. Sex break. Hey, thanks for coming out to Long Beach. We are sex, sex break. Because <laughs> Literally, it's either spring break with a lot of sex or literally taking a break from sex. This next song is called My Mom's Car Dashboard. Nice, Meg. Thank you. Sorry, I just kind of got into that. Sorry, that's Um, a lead singer. Sorry. (laughs) I'll be Just kind of workshopping something. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) So I did. I did take a sex break um, because, yeah, last year just had a lot of like had kind of a trifecta of experiences where I was like, (laughs) maybe I should just pause a bit of a rock bottom, kind of a take myself out of the race (laughs) situation. Injury on the play. Flag on the play. Yeah, Kind of a one, two, three. You're out. (laughs) Kind of a I something's got to something's got to give. Yeah. Hey, nothing changes if nothing changes. Right. That's what they say. Right. And so I kind of, yeah, I was like, I'm just going to kind of take a pause. And I did. Yeah. And um, it wasn't necessarily like hard and fast rules that I set where I was like, I'm not going to do this. It was more just this feeling that something in me shifted where I was like, I think the my I think that my relationship with sex is changing, mm-hmm. and that doesn't have to be a bad thing. Mm. But it's just like this thing that once served me in this way mm-hmm. is no longer serving me. Totally, because I think for a while, sex for me was a way to kind of um, reclaim again the, reclaim like my sexuality my physicality right. to kind of get over and move through that shame of surrounding my body mm-hmm. and i think i got to that point mm-hmm. where i no longer felt that mm-hmm. shame mm-hmm. and then as i kept having those kinds of similar interactions i was like this isn't really doing what it used to do for me right, this right. isn't really like fun and exciting anymore totally and I think now what I'm realizing, this is like me a year ago, is like 
actually what's important to me more now and the kind of next frontier yeah is like that emotional intimacy which is so good which i've heard is great i know (laughs) haven't seen it myself one day one day um but that's the type of thing that i want right like i got to a point where i was like okay i can now believe that people are attracted to me right now i want them to keep being attracted to me forever like i don't want them to then like sleep with me and then be like okay mission accomplished right so i think that that is what like i want my relationship with sex to be and that's what it's become is like i want it to be more emotional yeah i want it to feel Mm. like it has more meaning Mm. and i want i Mm. want um to like when i engage in that type of interaction with somebody i want there to be some sort of longevity to it definitely and again i've said this is like listen it's not some sort of (laughs) it's not some sort of like law that i'm setting for myself i am but a woman right but law (laughs) law this is law i do live with lawyers so this is law um but i that's kind of the general feeling that i have right where that's because it's I love a break from something without too many specifics. Yeah. Like, I love that you went into it without a deadline. Yeah. As you know, I've, like, given myself a deadline. Mm -hmm. But I think that it's good just to be like, I'm going to give up this thing until I feel like I can maybe handle it again. And I Because you always know. Yes. And I kind of... um Listen, I won't lie. I didn't really do it on purpose. Right. Okay. (laughs) And this is something I've been thinking about. I kind of just, like, had sex with someone that I, like had been have on and off hooked up with and then like they left the state and then i was kind of like huh okay well hmm. <laughs> sitting here twiddling my phone i was like well i don't really want to download tinder again so where does that leave me maybe i'll just sit here alone i'll just for a while i'll just hang out i'll be over here you know and so it's like right. that wasn't really a, it was not but i do think as kind of time wore on the pull to download mm. an app, the drive to go to a club and mm. like make out with someone and then hook up mm. with them mm. kind of was gone. Yeah. It wasn't there anymore. Listen, I look at people making out on a dance floor and I literally am like, oh, <laughs> and listen, sometimes it can be thrilling. I'm like, great for you guys. Sure. I'd rather be dancing. <laughs> it's also like most of the time that make out is probably not going to be very good. Oh, and so sloppy. It's super sloppy. And oh. It's pretty bad. So bad yeah oh oh boy yeah sweat <laughs> no I'm and in a bad way or dry right you that's what i was like for you wet in the wrong places <laughs> you're like yay yoinkers i do also think and i this will be something that we talk about in further episodes um in season two but i do also think uh, as we're talking about like our relationships to sex changing mm-hmm. um giving yourself time to explore like who you are attracted to Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I think a lot of people grow up believing certain things Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and maybe believing like, Oh, I'm only attracted to like this person. I'm only attracted to men. I'm only attracted to women, blah, blah, blah. And it is worth exploring that explore. It's worth giving yourself the space to be like, Hey, am I curious about this? Right. Should I, everyone's a little curious. Listen, as my mom, as my mom loves to say, it's a spectrum and on spectrums, most people aren't on either end, (laughs) like firmly on either end. 
No. She's like, the majority of populations are in the middle. I know. And I was like, okay, Reg. I like thinking about sexuality like a mimosa. Mm. Champagne is like the gay. And some mimosas are really strong. Sure. With a splash of orange juice. Yeah. And others are lots of orange juice with a splash of champagne. Do you like mimosas? There's always a splash in there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Do I like mimosas? Yeah. Hmm. Do you? No. (gasps) What about a Bellini? I don't know what that is. That's like a peach mimosa. I think I would hate that even more. And what about um, an Aperol Spritz? I do like an Aperol Spritz. Mm. Yeah. And what about... (laughs) And then the next 30 minutes. And what about a Paloma? (laughs) No, I was doing breakfast drinks. My next one was going to be an Irish coffee. And what about a Bloody Mary? (laughs) Which I love. Oh, yeah. Which I'll take any day. I love a Bloody Mary. I love a Bloody Mary specifically in Wisconsin because it'll be like Bloody Mary and they put like a full cheeseburger on top. And breakfast. It's awesome. (laughs) On one toothpick. Yes. They're like, and also all every pickle. We took every pickle from the jar and here you go. Listen, Meg, I feel like we, I feel like this episode, I, it's so personal. It is. Like sex to me. We were, we, we tried our best, I think. Yeah. And uh, no, and I, I just think that there's so much to unpack about it all. That's the thing. Like culturally, this is going going to be something that we continue talking about. I mean, I think our next episode is the boy sober episode where we're going to be talking with ah, Maddie Drossberg. Our cute bestie. She's coming back. She's and so good. We'll probably be talking about some like topics that revolve this around this. Yes. Um, if you want us to clear anything up or if you have any questions for us yeah. about our situations, like send us an email. Send Let us, us a know. DM. Oh yeah, you can email us. Email us. Phone a friend pod at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, Meg. <laughs> I know I said that like a question and I want to clarify it's because I didn't know what that the address was, was. Declarative statement. Dude, that was a period at the end of that. I know it sounded like a question. There's a period at period. the end of that. Exclamation point. <laughs> Bitch. Phone a friend pod. No, at we do need to double check that email though. Why don't, we, why don't I look really quickly? Andrew, I don't know if we should time? leave this in. Andrew, leave it in. Leave it in. <laughs> leave it in, Andrew. I'm open to it right now. Yes. If you have questions, if you have more questions, if you want us to clarify stuff, whatever, if you have stuff that you want us to talk about in further episodes, yes. you can email us at phoneafriendpod at gmail.com. Beautifully said, Meg. You can also DM us on Instagram, yes. phoneafriend.pod. Yes. You can also uh, get in those YouTube comments uh-huh. and post some cues. And we're back to the YouTube. Because we, uh, you know, we want to engage with you all. And we also right. know that like, these topics are incredibly complicated and like personal and individualized. Like if I had, you know, if we were here sitting with a third person, I'd be drilling them with questions. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it's it's so personal. um, It's so complex. Yeah. Yeah. I was sort of thinking like, what am I, I want to leave y'all with like top five rules of like engaging. Like what are your top five rules of engaging with sex right now? Okay. And same for me. So here, here's, here's kind of what I'm, thinking yeah this is just like pieces of pieces of wisdom yeah i'll say it i'll give me a nugget man give me a nugget i need one i've said it twice and i'll say it a third time just to hammer it home come on your relationship with sex is wholly your own yes your come relationship on, with sex also will probably change yeah as time goes yeah. on yeah 
don't fret too much about the whole virginity thing. Right. It's stupid as hell. Right. And, and I think I'll leave it at that. And Actually, I'll leave it at a that sounds I'll leave it at good. three. <laughs> okay, so my big three yes. for engaging with sex is like uh, do not do uh, I guess I was about to give a piece of advice, but I have a really hard time taking my own advice, so I don't even know if I want to say it. Do as we say, not as we do. Try your best. Try your best. Try your best to only have sex that you actually want to have. Yeah. That's a big one. That's a big one. Um, Communicate what you want and what you need. Mm -hmm. If a guy is not doing the right thing, you've got to let him know. Let him know. And And a woman. uh, Sorry. Listen. Been there. (laughs) Exactly, Meg. Some women don't know what they're doing. If anyone is not doing what they're doing uh, correctly, just let them know in a polite way. Let them know. Sort of call in. Yeah. (laughs) Call in. Not out. Yeah. Call in. Call in. Um, so try to have sex that you want to have. Always communicate what you need, what you need during that sex. Mm-hmm. And don't be embarrassed about that. Yeah. Um, and my third one would be probably like your number doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, and yeah, just like make sure you're doing it for yourself. That, yeah. And, and that just goes back to the beginning one. Just yeah. Just make sure you're doing it for yourself. Yes. Whatever. Yeah. That's what I'm channeling. And if anybody asks your body count, tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, for real. And then their body count can get up to one. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, dude. Like, why are we kind of angry in this episode? I really... Meg got angry and I got really sad. I, yeah. I almost cried twice. (laughs) And And Meg's Meg's heart rate was through the room. I'm like... (laughs) I'm jacked up, dude. Dude, I wish I could abolish. No, I, I wish I could abolish about? street interviews with men with those tiny little microphones. Stupid. I wish I could abolish them. It's Cheers. the prison system. It's those men. Cheers to that system. Cheers to that. Ding. Okay, listen. Next week. Next week we have our beautiful, gorgeous guest Maddie Drossback. We and love beautiful, gorgeous friend who is graciously coming back on the pod. To talk about being boy sober. Yes. Because she was boy sober for a year. Yes. And you are currently in your boy sobriety. I, again, am kind of the the lone person trying to fall in love. Fall in love with me. Um, but we're going to be talking about that. Yeah, we're going to get into it. So we're I guess more sex about, talk. Yeah, more sex talk, more emotion. More love talk. Communication. Right. We're not becoming a dating podcast. I want you guys to know that. <sighs> it's just that the first couple episodes... Our kind of sex relationship. Love vibes. is in the air. Love is in the air. Every time you look around, you know that's on. Love is in the air. No, but I'm supportive of you. Love is in the air. Oh, we gotta yeah. turn it on. Okay. Well, turn got this some, off. Turn got this. some cardamom. <laughs> we need to stop. <laughs> Hope is throwing up. <laughs> Sorry, I've got some cardamom in my throat. <laughs> latte you got me yummy though right almost took me out pretty yummy anyways guys we gotta go did you not like it (laughs) i loved it okay good (laughs) i drank it down to the last damn drop you heard me over here yeah nice okay good i'm glad (sighs) okay guys we have to go i hope this was helpful i really i do if anything you know us better yeah and again any questions feel free to ask sometimes we won't talk about things on the podcast but we would talk about them in an email Speak for yourself, dude. <laughs> I'm lying. I would never leave that paper trail. Sorry. But I would do it on a phone call. Yeah. Oh, you know what? 
We found our friends. We found our friends. <laughs> Way to bring it back. <laughs> okay, love you all. Love ya. Bye. Bye.